Welcome to Superior Central Library's podcast, your place for stories, poetry, messages from your teacher, and announcements from your library. Good morning, everybody. Today is Friday. It must be February 8th, because if you look outside, it's snowing like crazy. It does not feel like May 8th. Do you remember when I told you I put away all of our winter clothes? Well, later that day, I had to take them all out because it was so cold out. And I've washed them all, and I've put them all away again. And today, we will just stay in the house all day because I'm not taking out the winter clothes again. (laughs) Guys, I don't know what happened. The weather is so confused. Well, today, I decided that only in Michigan could we have a snowy day in May. So I have a poem about snow and then a book about Michigan. I hope you enjoy. The poem I'm going to read today I've heard called a cumulative tale because the poem builds upon itself. So I hope you enjoy it. I've liked it since I was a little girl. It's called The Jacket I Wear in the Snow. By Shirley Netzel. And this book was published by Scholastic. This is the jacket I wear in the snow. This is the zipper that's stuck on the jacket I wear in the snow. This is the scarf, woolly and red, that's caught in the zipper that's stuck on the jacket I wear in the snow. This is the stocking cap for my head that matches the scarf, woolly and red, that's caught in the zipper that's stuck on the jacket I wear in the snow. These are the mittens that hang from each arm that I wear with the stocking for my head that matches the scarf, woolly and red, that's caught in the zipper that's stuck in the jacket I wear in the snow. I lost my page. This is the sweater, all itchy and warm, that meets with the mittens that hang from each arm that I wear with a stocking cap for my head that matches the scarf, woolly and red, that's caught in the zipper that's stuck on the jacket I wear in the snow. These are the jeans, stiff in the knee, that go under the sweater, all itchy and warm, that meets with the mittens that hang from each arm that I wear with a stocking cap for my head that matches the scarf woolly and red, that's caught in the zipper that's stuck on the jacket I wear in the snow. These are the boots, too big for me, that cover the jeans, stiffen the knee, that go under the sweater, all itchy and warm, that meets with the mittens that hang from each arm, that I wear with a stocking cap for my head, that matches the scarf, woolly and red, that's caught in the zipper that's stuck on the jacket I wear in the snow. This is long underwear, bunchy and hot, that's stuffed in the boots too big for me, that cover the jeans, stiffen the knee, that go under the sweater, all itchy and warm, that meet with the mittens that hang from each arm, that I wear with a stocking cap for my head, that matches the scarf, woolly and red, that's caught in the zipper, that's stuck in the jacket I wear in the snow. These are the socks, 
wrinkled a lot, that are pulled over the long underwear, bunchy and hot, that stuffed in the boots too big for me, that cover the jeans stiff in the knee, that go under the sweater all itchy and warm, that meet with the mittens that hang from each arm, that I wear with a stocking cap for my head, that matches the scarf, woolly and red, that's caught in the zipper, that's stuck on the jacket I wear in the snow. These are the tears that fell from my eyes, that dripped on the socks, wrinkled a lot, that are pulled over long underwear, bunchy and hot, that are stuffed in the boots, too big for me, that cover the jeans, stiff in the knee, that go under the sweater, all itchy and warm, that meet with the mittens, that hang from each arm, that I wear with the stocking cap for my head, that matches the scarf, woolly and red, that's caught in the zipper, that's stuck on the jacket I wear in the snow. And this is my mother, who heard my cries, and wiped the tears that fell from my eyes, and loosened the scarf, woolly and red, and slipped the stocking cap off of my head, and unpinned the mittens that hung from each arm, unbuttoned the sweater, all itchy and warm, unzipped the boots too big for me, and straightened the jeans, stiffened the knee, and smoothed the long underwear, all bunchy and hot, and pulled up the socks that were wrinkled a lot. And when she unstuck the zipper of the jacket, I wear in the snow. The last picture shows the little kid drinking hot chocolate and eating donuts. What a good day. The story today is called M is for Mitten, a Michigan alphabet written by Annie Appleford. It is written um, by Annie Appleford and poems are by Kathy Jo Worgen. And it is copyright by Sleeping Bear Press. On each page, there is a little poem about the letter and then some facts. And I'm just going to read the poem part, otherwise it would take a long time. A is for the apple blossom, frilly as can be. It dances in the springtime breeze upon the apple tree. B is for a great big bridge that's called the Mighty Mac. Whichever side you may be on, you can always drive across and back. Now C is for cherry. Little sweet ones fill my belly. Tart ones make me pucker, so they're used in jam and jelly. D is for Detroit. It's called the Motor City, where cars roll out of factories so bright and new and pretty. E is eastern white pine, starts with E. A tree so tall and straight, cut for timber long ago, all throughout our state. F stands for Gerald R. Ford. He was president long ago. He's a very special man from Michigan. Did you know? G is for our Great Lakes with water fresh and clear. To see a state that edged in blue. Just take a look. Good look here. H is for the harbors filled with boats and lights and docks. Some are soft and sandy and some are filled with rocks. I is for the islands. There are many to be found. A piece of land that's big or small with water all around. 
J is for Jiffy Mix, a quick and easy treat. And the letter K is for Kellogg. They make breakfast good to eat. Crunch, crunch, mmm. Lansing starts with the letter L. It's the capital of our state. Here the rules and laws are made that make Michigan so great. Now we have a special letter, I'm sure you'll understand. M is for mittens, the shape of our land. To see Lower Michigan, just hold up your hand. N is for the native people paddling in the north and for the northern lights flashing back and forth. And O is for the ore boats that cross our lakes with pride. They carry precious cargo to and from the ocean wide. P will stand for painted turtle floating out of reach and also for Petoskey stone hiding on the beach. Q is for the quadricycle rumbling near and far with just four wheels and one small seat. It was Henry Ford's first car. R is for the robin with red upon her breast, singing in the springtime to babies in her nest. Now S is for our sand dunes, drifting near the shore. When the wind begins to blow, they change their shape once more. Tequamanon begins with T, two waterfalls on a river. The water rushes by so fast it almost makes me quiver. Upper Peninsula begins with you, rugged beauty for all to see. Lakes and rivers, ponds and streams are part of the great UP. Verner's is a soda pop that starts with the letter V, the first one made in the USA. It's as tasty as can be. W is for the white-tailed deer as well as wolverine. Whenever you are in Michigan, there's wildlife to be seen. The letter X marks the spot where ships have bet their fate. Deep beneath the water, sunken boats and treasure wait. Y is for the mighty yachts that race along the lake. Some are slow and quiet, and some leave a great big wake. And Z is for the Detroit Zoo. It's fun as fun can be. And now you've discovered Michigan from the letters A to Z. All right, guys, that is all for today. And as Mrs. McCowan would sing to us on a Friday, today is Friday, no school tomorrow. Today is Friday, no school tomorrow. Finish up your schoolwork, guys. Have a great day and a great weekend.